Joey from Friends? Yes. Except he never except said for, what's up. Except for, no, 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 no. You gotta what's say, up? I was gonna say, you gotta go like full 90s with it. What's, what's up? You don't even like really pronounce. Yeah, because we're talking about 90s fetish today, right? No, well, kind of. It's definitely something that like was a big deal in the 90s. Was it? Well, not with amateurs, I guess. Yeah, it became a big deal in like the 2000s. Was that whenever Pamela Anderson and... I think Cruz came out in the late, or the early 2000s to the late 90s. Really? Okay. All right. See, I thought it was in the mid-90s because I remember being like, ooh, what's that? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't be looking at that. Uh, today, uh, all you kinky kitties out there, meow. where <laughs> <laughs> We are doing... We're, we're... What's the episode on? We are doing auto... Autog... Uh, we're doing camera fetish. We're doing recording yourself and making sex tapes and taking sexy pictures fetish. Yes, but only by amateurs and well, like... it's not a fetish if you're doing it professionally. It is a fetish. I'm going to say fetish. it's... I'm just saying it's not a, like a... We're going to do the, hey, you're not getting paid for this. You do this for fun and giggles. And then we'll have to do like cam girls and porn stars later on because I really do want to talk about porn stars. It's an interesting uh, demographic. Yeah, maybe we should we could get one on, and then I could get one off. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah I was gonna say, wait for it, wait for it. Here it comes. <laughs> well, welcome to Kink Cast. My name is Dana, and my name is Chris. Kink Cast for all you kinky kitties out there, meow. <laughs> If you have not heard us, is a sex-positive, research-based kink podcast where we discuss a new sexual fetish or kink every week. And I don't mean new like it just came out. I mean new as in we haven't heard of it or we haven't discussed it. Yeah, or we haven't talked about it yet, which I'm super excited. We're kind of getting into some of the ones that, like, I guess some people don't realize it's like a kink or a fetish. Um, Sometimes it's... I don't know, just kind of more normal. Like we've done it. We did an episode on sexting, um, several weeks ago where we talked about people taking pictures of themselves, um, and sending like erotic messages or, you know, sexually explicit photographs of you, of people, um, to each other. And that's kind of like a version of this, but this is taking it one step further where you're actually, um, making your own homemade porn or making your own amateur, um, uh, porn for your own consumption or even to share with others, but not for money. Pamela Anderson's sex tape was released in 1995 when it was stolen from her beach house. Yep, that's the one with Tommy Lee Jones, right? No, who was it? Who was it with? Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Why did I say Tommy Lee Jones? I just added that extra name in there. Right, right before, uh, right before Men in Black, Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> starred in Pamela Anderson's sex tape. 
let's see, we're how far into the episode? And he I've was already very f- gruff and unfeeling <laughs> about everything. <laughs> I already flubbed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tommy Lee Jones. You're still one of my favorite actors, and I am appalled that I just totally like you know put you in that situation. But I meant Tommy Lee. You know that yeah. that drummer guy. He looked a lot like Josh Brolin at the time. <laughs> Who's that? Josh Brolin was the guy who played young Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black 3. Oh. He's very famous. Yes. I know who that is now. Anyways. But yeah, I remember that happening because I was like a youngster and I was like, oh, sex tapes. Like people record themselves doing that stuff. That, that was five. dangerous. Yeah. Shut up. I'm old. Anyways. You're not that much older. <laughs> I'm not that much older. Um, anyways, but yeah, no, this is a real thing that people do. They like to record themselves in the act, sometimes by themselves, like just some practicing some self-love. And they're like watching the way that that looks from a different angle. Because when you're like having sex with somebody, you can't like step outside of yourself and be like, hey, look at that I from would, this angle. I would never want to see myself in that, in that kind of position. That's fair. There are some things, uh, angles of myself I would not want to see, but there are some I want to be like, yeah that's, yeah, that's me. The angles I don't want to see of myself. Front on, behind, <laughs> left, right, up and down. Any angle. Just don't. <laughs> See, what's funny is... I have all my mirrors painted black. Oh, you say that. And then there are some people that I found that really love doing this stuff. And one guy in particular posted up like, whenever I'm at it, like whenever I'm getting into the thick of things and getting into a rhythm, I like to point at the camera and do like a finger gun and wink my eye. Because then whenever I'm watching it again later on, I'm like winking back at myself. Like, oh man, I'm a porn star. Because they're Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. I, I don't know. But that's what one guy said. And I was like, I mean, I guess if you're going to. That's what happens in American Psycho. Oh, really? Well, he doesn't like point and wink at himself. Hey, you've seen that with Christian Bale, right? Uh-uh. Nope. I've not seen it. Well, he's a, a serial killer. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, it might all be in his head. Oh. But he is like obsessed with himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he's like fucking this girl from behind. And he's got like mirrors all over his room and uh he uh like looks over in the mirror and just like flexes for himself uh. <laughs> hey you know what? and then he drops a chainsaw on her oh god that's terrifying but it maybe or maybe wasn't real hmm. well i mean like sex you're supposed to have fun with it like honestly if i ever did one of those like clown sort of inspired sex sessions where i like smashed like whipped cream pies in people's faces or on their bodies. Like, that would be fun to go back and watch and be like, hey, 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 that was fun. I usually uh, score my sex sexcapades to clown music. Oh, yeah? yeah. The Benny Hill song? Here come the clowns. Okay, you're doing, like, spooky clowns. No, here come the clowns. Oh. That sad clown song. Aw, no sad clowns. That's the whole point about like clown sex or carnival like, music. The fun. I just get creepy from that. I don't know. We've done that one too. That's an interesting fetish we talked about on a very early episode. But um, in terms of today, it's kind of um, something that everybody can do at this point. If you have a phone, um, 
like you can set it up in a way that would record you having sex. And that way you could actually like look, watch it, watch it again and give yourself pointers on, you know, things Mm -hmm. to try differently. And there's a lot of learning that goes into this too. So, um, but there's also a lot of risks and I think that it's important to talk about that as well. Um, but before we, uh, go too far, I do want to kind of explain this in a definition sort of sense. Um, the word, the word that's kind of set for this is autogonistophilia, autogonistophilia. That's as good as I can get. Um, which is literally defined as a paraphilia in which sexual arousal and orgasm are contingent upon displaying oneself in a live show as in being observed performing on a stage or on camera. So I don't, I think that that has probably some other yeah, that connotations like as well. Yeah, that sounds broad. Yeah. Yet also very direct where it's like, I have to get off from being seen on camera. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of those things like sometimes being put in uncomfortable situations or um, uh, maybe putting yourself in a possibility, like a risk of being seen very in a, you know, exhibitionist type of vein. Sometimes that can heighten the thrill of, of sex, I guess. Um, so in a lot of ways, this is in my opinion, just in my opinion, related to voyeurism and exhibitionism. Just a little bit, just a little bit, because in a sense, like you can also keep it where nobody else sees it. Like if you make a sex yeah. tape, a lot of people don't show that to anybody else, most but they watch tape, it themselves. Yeah, I would assume most sex tapes are made for yeah private consumption. Correct. So you put it on while you're like making dinner and <laughs> while you're making dinner. Is that how it works? It gives a whole new meaning to the word boob tube. Oh my goodness, that. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself right now. Oh my goodness. Um, But the question comes in, like, what's the point of doing this? Why would somebody actually want to record themselves having sex? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that I think you looked into, right? Yeah, I saw a lot of... uh... Uh, a lot of people giving reasons why. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was one of the ones that you pointed out, like, uh, wanting to critique technique yeah which i was like you have to you have to be very like accepting of yourself (laughs) everything's jiggling from this angle can we please stop the recording i I, like (laughs) i imagine like the like stereotypical like tv like domineering girlfriend Mm -hmm. like is sitting down and like all right i've recorded our sex here is from eight angles And here's exactly what you are doing wrong. Clipboard in hand with a checklist. Please take notes. (laughs) There will be a quiz. Or will there? Well, it's kind of like you put yourself in a very vulnerable place whenever you're recording yourself in the act. Because it's like, okay, like, there it is in all its glory. Like, it's Mm. one thing to kind of be in the throw of things and you're kind of like focused on something. But to sit back and actually look at yourself having sex with somebody else or, you know, whatever, you're really seeing kind of what maybe the other person is seeing too. And that kind of makes it, I don't know. I would imagine that'd be a little hard to swallow. I don't want to see how other people see me. Yeah, exactly. Like I really don't want to know what my O face looks like, except for I'm a little curious, like, cause if I make a funny face, maybe I should work on that. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't like, want to know my noises. Yeah. <laughs> 
Put it on mute. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's true. Have YouTube subtitle it. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But yeah, um, and I found found about five different reasons. Yeah, uh, there's the exhibitionism Mm -hmm. uh, part of it. So people that want to share it? Yeah. Uh, Or even people that don't want to share it, they... But they want to, like, have the feeling of exhibitionism mm-hmm. without actually, like, doubling down and being exhibitionists. Where they're yeah. just like, we can record it, and that's, like, kind of gives the feeling of the risk of being watched. Yeah. Uh, but uh, guess what? Big Brother's watching you anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, but Tommy. S- safely tucked away on the inter- uh, on the computer flash drive, right? Like, where you say I think someone's it. watching it. CIA, FBI, mm-hmm. NCIS. Yeah. Uh, NCIS Miami, uh, (laughs) NCIS Las Vegas. I don't know. (laughs) Hawaii Five O. Hawaii Five O. Yeah. So. Knight Rider. And some people like actually. Okay, like it's pretty. I don't want to say it's normal because I don't really know how normal it is. This is something I need to look into even further. Um, Exhibitionism. No, but I know a lot of people like to watch porn. As they're having sex or like before having sex. Hmm. And one thing I found was some people like to have sex, you know, while watching porn of themselves. Um, it might offer them the ability to watch their own personalized porn to watch and enjoy every time they have sex. Yeah, I could so, see it. Uh, one of the things I saw that aligns with that is like ego. Mm-hmm. Like they like seeing themselves and their conquests. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I found a little disturbing. But uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, one of the main characters does that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And then uses that to like... Because I've, I've met somebody like that that's like, hey, you want to watch this You want to watch me fuck someone else? Yeah. I have this video of me like fucking somebody else. You want to watch it? And I'm like, no, I'm okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. That's, that's a little strange. Um, <laughs> Maybe you can get a good feel for his techniques. I, I guess. But I was like, no, that's okay. But at the same time, like consuming amateur porn over the internet is like, oh, okay. Like that's, yeah, that's kind of okay. Amateur porn can be really good. I feel sometimes. like amateur porn now is just, it's more porn real. that has low production values. Well, yeah, sure. Cause there's still professionals doing it. It's yeah. just amateur is like, okay, well we don't have as many lights and it doesn't look as good. Mm-hmm. I don't care for amateur porn. <laughs> I think it's a little more sincere sometimes. I like the good angles. <laughs> you like the good the angles do matter. That's true. That's true. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? The director of The Godfather. Coppola? Coppola got to start directing porn. Are you serious? Yeah, before he directed The Godfather, he did uh, porn. Wow. Uh, what's his face? Uh, James Cameron, the most mm-hmm. successful filmmaker of all time, uh, got to start doing porn as well. Damn. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, uh, but he was a porn star. I was going to say, I don't think he was behind the camera. Yeah, he was in front of the camera. That's interesting. But uh, yeah, no, a, a lot of uh, a lot of renowned directors, especially from like back in the 70s, like 60s, 70s, and 80s, uh, got their start doing porn. And mm-hmm. so you go back and watch their stuff, and you're like, man, this is like a Hitchcock classic. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Well, and that kind of brings up some, like, thinking about, like, people recording things over time and kind of getting their start. A lot of people actually record themselves having sex as a form of, like, memory keeping. Um, 
Like I know some people are like, yeah, we're going to record ourselves having sex when we're like younger. A yeah. Oh. And so like when they get older, they're like, we looked so good back then having Man. sex. So Sally, you looked fine back then. Well, it's. I would people, tap that ass if it was still around. <laughs> My some, dick can't get up now. Some people yeah. have a habit of recording memories, and for them, sex is like a memory that they want to preserve. Like when they had the good sex. That's very different than me. Oh. Okay. I never want to remember any time. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh. Just that's, flush it down. That's just sad. Like, yeah. And, and it would be good to have the audio for that, too, because then you have like the. The cold macaroni stirring with this the sound. That's what the good sex sounds like. Oh no, it usually sounds like crying. Oh, I'm so, <laughs> I, I feel so sorry for you and your sex life. Like this episode, you're just like letting it all air out. So, um, let's see another one. Uh, people really, some people really like to share um, their videos and things like that, and even have um, posted videos on different kind of websites where you can actually share your homemade porn or you know amateur whatever yeah, uh, recordings people, with people some people do it as a hobby mm -hmm. and then it moves over into a profession right that's true that's true speaking of which small aside <laughs> oh never mind i'll get into that later what's the small aside are you gonna do a, an ad right now <laughs> no no it's not an ad but i was watching a porn the other day is it a porn? What's the terminology for? I was watching. I was a watching a pornographic <laughs> segment. I don't know. I was watching a a singular porn. Uh, I was I was doing the porn. Video. I was observing. I was watching porn. I was wa I was watching porn. I was watching porn the other day, and there was this guy called um, Vlad the Impaler. Holy scary! That's it's scary, scariness. You should, uh, he's not an amateur though. He's definitely like definitely a professional. But like that is it's like scary Terry, but a penis. I I think I know a porn star that you might like. Oh, his name is uh, Vigo the Carpathian. <laughs> I've never heard. Of never him. heard of him. No. Oh, he's uh, he came around slightly after uh, uh, Dana became Zool. Oh, he's the bad guy from the sequel to Kiss. Oh gosh. <laughs> But he's based on Vlad the Impaler. That's he's terrifying. Vigo the Carpathian. Oh, good to know. He's the bad guy from Ghostbusters too. Good. Wow, that's interesting. Uncultured swine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yes. know about Ghostbusters too and making the Statue of Liberty dance with slime. Oh, oh okay. that happens in the movie. <laughs> yes, I've seen Ghostbusters. Too? Um, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have. Is that good. It's you been a long time since I've seen it, but anyways. Okay, so that kind of brings us to one of the bad reasons why some people might choose to record having sex. Blackmail. Blackmail. Um, or somehow to, like, shame somebody else. And this is something that I feel like we see... We've seen a lot of this, like, happen since, like, the 2000s to, like, now. But really, I think there's a lot of government infrastructure in place now to kind of, like, help people um that have been hurt by this i mean not really it's it's hard to kind of like i don't know to charge somebody with um misuse of sexually explicit materials especially if you willingly sent it to them or gave it to them or gave them permission to videotape you and then it's in their possession um there's there's a lot of this that's kind of like 
complicated about the issue, but unfortunately it is a situation that I feel like we do need to discuss um, because it is something that does happen. The revenge side. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so yeah, revenge porn, which is a real thing. Well, before we get too much into that, can we go back to the positive one? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I did read some reasons that people want to do it is to uh, spice up their sex life. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and that it is a way for two people that are in a relationship to show almost ultimate trust yeah you are giving someone a video of yourself uh like fucking them Mm -hmm. so that because you have to really trust someone to do that because then they could you know down the road do revenge porn yeah stuff uh but uh it's a way for people to feel closer in a relationship yeah yeah the rule of thumb that i found is that you should never have like make a sex tape with somebody that you trust any less than like trusting with your life. You should definitely trust them with your life because if you think about it, even though that sounds a little dramatic, leaked sex tapes have literally ruined lives. So like Mm -hmm. if you don't trust that person and you feel like the eensiest, bitsiest, teensiest bit of like, I don't know about this, then you probably shouldn't do it. And if someone's blackmailing you with a sex tape, just release it yourself. <laughs> it matters who releases it first. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, there have been a ton of celebrities that have been blackmailed <laughs> mm-hmm. with like sex tape releases that they're just like, okay, yeah, and they just re- like release it themselves, and it never gets like big news or anything. Oh, okay. Because they're just like, yeah, I just did it myself. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's like whatever. If you're gonna see this anyways, I might as well do it myself. Own it. Um, that makes sense. I did find an interesting quote, um, as I was researching this and talking about like, why is another maybe good reason to kind of, um, try making a sex tape. One person said, um, I mean, when you're watching porn, you're always trying to imagine yourself in that situation. So why not cut out the middleman and just be in your own homemade porn? Which is kind of an, an interesting look at it, at it because if you think about it, whenever you're watching porn, you're thinking about actually taking part, participating in that situation, I right? I don't know. That's kind of reductive of why people watch porn. True. Well, it's sometimes fun to just watch, I guess. But I don't, yeah, I don't, not every porn I watch, I'm like, yeah, man, I want to be railing that girl. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like, oh, they're so sweet together. <laughs> oh, they're so sweet together. I love the plot of this porn. <laughs> Lemon stealing whore. <laughs> you watch that porn. It's a very famous one. Lemon stealing whore. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know what that's about. Is it amateur? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I feel like there's a is, lot of real porn stars that are trying to make it look like they're making amateur porn. Now. It is two people that are sitting on their porch talking about how much they love their lemon tree. It's it's, it's infamous. <laughs> like the, the opening to this porn is infamous uh how much they love their lemon tree and they're just like staring off to the sky talking about oh our lemon tree's so great oh what what would we ever do if someone tried to steal from our lemon tree and while they're talking about it it's cutting back to this uh like girl in a bikini like sneaking through their bushes and then uh and then like reaching up and like grabbing some lemons and then it like cuts back to them and they're like you know what we haven't actually looked at our lemon tree in a minute. We should we should take a look over there and see what's happening with our lemon tree. Go check on it. <laughs> oh my god. The lemon steely whore. And then they all fuck. 
Okay, and it's called Lemon Stealing Horror? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's infamous. That's hilarious. Would you recommend it for our listeners? I, I guarantee most of our <laughs> listeners have seen it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, if That's you haven't seen it, it's. I think the opening is on YouTube. Oh, like, really? Because there's nothing like super like sexy, but it is a few minutes of them getting into it. That's funny. Before they get into it, like, but it's, it got to set up the plot. Somebody, somebody probably wrote that down as like the plot. But no, I like, I I like the uh, porn that is designed for female tastes. Oh, strangely, what does that mean? Because I know, like, if you go onto like Pornhub or something, they even have one. They that's, talk like, about for women. And stuff. Oh, that's not true. Um, that's reductive and sexist. Uh, no, they. It is. Uh, it's more. It it's less porn starry looking people. Mm-hmm. It's more people who look like everyday people. With, yeah. Uh, so not not the body types you typically see in porn. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there is more focus on like a plot and like the two people like connecting. Uh, oh, so it's maybe a little bit more emotionally driven. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm It's not for just that. about some like uh, buff dude walks in on some big titty bimbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no offense to bimbo. The pl- the plumber is there fixing the yeah. pipes, and she's in there cleaning dishes, and not not but an apron. Yeah, <laughs> like their their shirts both tear open one because her boobs are. So, so big, big and her nipples are so hard that they just tear through the fabric and he's just flexes his way out and then his yeah. dick flexes his way out of his shorts and he's like, <laughs> well, how did this get out here? I guess we're gonna fuck. And for some reason, he's a cowboy. <laughs> I love this explanation of like professional porn. Like, this is really good. I like it. But yeah, that's the the stereotypical porn. Like, the bang bros kind of porn. Yeah. Where it's just like, there's there's very little plot, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of just like, well, let's just fuck. Yeah. Let's just get down to the nitty titty. Yeah, I like to see you know, character development. <laughs> character development. <laughs> I, like to, I like to know why her pussy is juicy. Yeah. Did she see a pizza? Yeah. Like, is that like, cause, or a, a nice bagel? I got a extra sausage pizza here. I'm a delivery boy. You're like 45 and, <laughs> and bald and naked. Extra large pizza. With an extra But I, I think it's more naturalistic. Ah, uh, okay. So it's more like true to reality versus yeah. like... There's all the implants and all the, like, I don't know, drugs, ED drugs to, like, keep things up and high. I don't know. There's less of the girl blowing a dude and orgasming from blowing him. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. The ego. Okay. That makes sense. Well, it's interesting. I don't want her to milk my ego. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting to think about like the difference between like amateur homemade porn versus like I don't know, paid professional porn. Um cuz I mean, really, the internet is rife with both. Um but I think that this is kind of an interesting topic to discuss in in our podcast because I think that this is a good way to kind of get to know yourself and your body. Um 
granted, as long as you're doing it with somebody, you feel safe. Or if you're doing it by yourself, um, you can also like videotape you getting off. Yeah. And sometimes that's a fun way to um, get to understand what what's pleasurable and what's not pleasurable. Um, so I do think it'd be kind of fun to talk about good ways to kind of think about making your own sex tape. If that's okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Did you have other thoughts? No, I just didn't know we were an advice show. Well, I mean, it's not advice, but it's like, if you're going to do it, you want the right approach, yeah. right? Um, and it's not so much like lighting and angles and things like that. Like that's obviously none of those are like hallmarks of amateur porn, mm -hmm. but if you're going to make a sex tape, you want to make sure that it's going to be something that you're doing for you, not so much for like other people, unless you're I mean, planning on like showing it to other people, but you have to think about your audience, right? Think about your audience. Who is it? Is it just for you? Is it just for you and your significant other? Or is it something you actually want to share? Um, so take some time to like, think about what you want to get out of the whole experience first. Um, and think about it with your partner too, too. You don't want them to just like be, um, I don't know, not participating and not enjoying themselves as well. So do you want to have a plot or do you want to just see sex? Obviously that's something to look through as well. Um, cause it's kind of fun. Like if you're going to make a homemade video, get out your crazy costumes or something. I don't know. It's a good opportunity to like try out some role playing and do something really dumb and silly. Oh yeah. I think it would be fun to do something dumb and silly like do, that. Do like a uh, whole like sex worker type fantasy thing. <laughs> I mean, you could, or like the classic, I, just I don't know, fireman and, oh no, my house is on fire. Can you put it out with your giant dong? I don't know. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to need help. <laughs> Hurry, get your sopping wet pussy over here. Let me squeeze you over top. <laughs> it's just funny because, like, it's really, it's limit, it's limitless what you can actually do if you have a little bit of a sense of humor and you're willing to, like, I don't know, explore and play with your partner in this way. Um, so you can have a plot. You can actually, like, develop a plot. It doesn't have to be carried out well. You're after, after all, this is just a sex tape for you or your person that you're having sex with or whoever you want to share it with. It's... And if you're creative, you probably have all the things you need to make a costume around your house. There you go. Are you in a church choir? <laughs> well, you're halfway to being a judge. <laughs> Just put on that robe and get a wig. That's not a gavel. Um, <laughs> ah, and then you swing your dick and smack her in the head and go, No. Order. No. Order in the court. Okay, now we're having too much fun with this. But this is, I mean, this, this is the nature of the beast. You can have a lot of fun with it. Um, do you want to be yourself in your own little homemade porno? Or do you want to role play other characters? For some people, role-playing can relieve the jitters since you're taking on the role of another person. Uh, for others, having to be in character may only add to the pressure. So it really is kind of up to you. Do you want to play yourself? Do you want to play somebody else? Do you want to do a mix? Do you want yeah. to play yourself as the sexy librarian? There you go, the sexy librarian. Have you ever wanted to work at a library? I know I have. <laughs> That's just my desires. I really want to work at a library. There you go. Um, Librarians, hit me up. Not to go. have sex. Give me a job. Give you a job. There <laughs> you go. 
Um, you can also think about like where you want to do the filming. Do you want to start in like one location and then like end up in the bedroom? I mean, there's, there's kind of a lot of interesting ways that you can do this. I recommend start with the lemon tree. Start with the lemon tree. Yeah. I always think a lot of porns and it's unusual. Like how many porns, how many, how many porns, porns start in the kitchen. I mean, like it just seems like a very domestic and clean place to start being dirty. Not that I'm against it, well, but like it just makes me laugh. I'm like, I'll give you a little place. insider information about how porn is filmed. Mm-hmm. They're usually in freshly built houses used <laughs> to subsidize the price of the or the cost of building the house. Ah, uh, they rent them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, like right after the built, which is why all these porn filmed in like these uh, LA mansions and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, they rent it out to porn companies and then those porn companies record like a hundred, you know, porn yeah. videos in a month. Uh, <laughs> but the reason that they all take place inside, you know, at the kitchen or in the living room before moving to the bedroom is because they got to make use of all their sets. So, I was going to say because they're trying to sell the house and they're trying to show off the house at the same nope. time. No, they are. They are just trying to like come up with as many plots as possible mm-hmm. that don't involve going outside. There you go. Unless it just so happens that it's like a gated like yeah. area. Yeah, they have a, a high fence. <laughs> um, also, to think about like what you want to actually have besides your plot and your your role playing and things like that, you can also think about what specific sex acts you want to film. Is it something where you're just doing some like strip teasing or if you're literally like getting that camera down where the sun don't shine? Like you have to think about what kind of acts you want to film you can keep it you know pg or you can like go all all in yeah then you um, have to start hiring like uh director of photography yeah so they get the right angles you need a grip i'm getting to that i'm getting to that um you can also think about what props or sex toys you want to use and how you're going to like stage those oh look a dildo just fell from the ceiling like I don't know. You can come up with however you want to incorporate props. Or... Dana's, Dana's porn is a either a very <laughs> cluttered house with dildos attached to the ceiling or possibly a haunted house where it goes um, to them playing with the dildo in the ceiling. Haven't you seen Sharknado? I'm no. restaging that as dildnado. It's just raining dildos. So does the main character dildo. get swallowed by a giant dildo and then cut his way out with a giant chainsaw? I guess. That happens in Sharknado. Oh, okay. Well, I'm thinking that, like, okay, it's like Night of the Twisters, but, like, it's but a with storm dildos. of dildos. The, yeah. the Twisters hit a dildo store. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And, and you it was see... only dildos. There's nothing else. Because yeah. the sequel is uh, Night of the Vibrano. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, usually, I... usually it sounds like a train. This time, it sounds like a swarm of bees. <laughs> <laughs> How did they all get turned on, though? Anyways, um, yeah, so there's that. Um, what kind of props or, or toys are you going to incorporate? Um, or even, like, bondage gear can be fun, too. Uh, do you want to create little snippets or even gifs of your... Uh, your sex acts or your movie? Or do you want to, like, do, like, a full-length... Like mm-hmm. 45 minute or an hour long movie. Like, you know, do you want to do like a long thing or do you want to just do like little bits? 
I've heard a five minute long, story. Yeah. I've heard hour long things are exhausting. Yeah, I bet so. Um, Especially but yeah. on the set. You got to. Uh, another thing behind the scenes of uh, professional porn, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing a lot of amateur porn, uh, lube is everywhere <laughs> because <laughs> things dry up because it's not a sexy atmosphere with a bunch of lights beating down on you and 30 people that are making sure that the lights are beating down on you the correct way. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I, I can't, I can't porn, even imagine. Yeah. Por- male porn stars in particular have a very unique talent. Where they can come on command. Oh, geez. Yeah. I thought all of that come was like fake. And it, it usually is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. There's a lot of male porn stars that are just like, yeah, I don't really like enjoy having sex anymore because it's like, it's, it's all about work. staying hard the whole time. And then like, you know, when I'm told to come, I come. Yeah. Wow. It's like, oh, you're like a. But we'll save that for another episode because <clears throat> that's like more professional porn than it mm-hmm. is amateur. I mean, Watching amateur porn, it's like, all right, when are you going to do this already? Like, I've been watching for, like, 15 minutes. Can you, like, do the thing now? Like, because it's... Anyways. Have you found a porn video more than 15 minutes long? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, because all, all the porn you find on YouTube or on YouPorn or PornTube or whatever site you use, RedTube, uh, all of them are just, like, 10-minute segments. I'm like, man, this is too long. I don't even need that. Yeah. Can we Can we get this Can we get Give this me the going? plot and give me the cum shot. Go. <laughs> Cut out the middle. <laughs> Now you need one of those director um, uh, megaphones where oh. you're like yelling. I don't know. That'd be funny. Yeah. I need a, a bray, uh, one of those folding chairs and yeah. 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 <laughs> Mr. Director, the Dick director. I don't know. Um, anyways. My name's Woody. <laughs> Alan. Get so, it? Yes. Woody. I, I, I get it. I get it. That's funny. Um, so it's interesting to think about all the different ways that you can kind of make your own porn and make it fun. Like not only just, I mean, it doesn't always have to be like, Oh, we're making porn. Therefore it should definitely look like the porn that I see online. Like it doesn't have to be that way. Um, it can be fun and you can make it up, you know, the way the, I don't know, whatever suits you or, and or your significant other the best. Um, and if it seems kind of awkward, you might just keep in mind it's normal to be like timid and maybe a little bit like have a drink or two um, before. There you go. Nervous, anxiety, um, yeah. any of that. Like all of that's normal. It's normal to feel that way, especially in the presence of like just like a, a camera. Yeah, can go sing some karaoke. Take a shot or two. <laughs> oh man! Well, it's it can be fun, and eventually, like once you get past those like first several minute jitters. You'll end up just focusing on having fun and making sex enjoyable and creating something really fun that you can maybe even enjoy later. If you're doing it and you're not enjoying yourself, then don't do it. Yeah, that too. That too. It's very simple. (laughs) That's true. Walk away. Um, But yeah, there's lots of different things that you can do um, in terms of, of making porn that works for you. And that's also maybe featuring you, which is kind of cool. So... And you can be the star of your own video. Yeah. What's happening? Video killed the radio star. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Break, 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 break. Hi there. It's me, Dana from KinkCast. I'm going to share a little secret with you about a great way to earn rewards for listening to your favorite podcasts. Just like this one. 
If you listen to your podcast through PodCoin, you can earn points to convert to gift cards or even donate to a good cause. If you sign up for PodCoin, be sure to use the promo code KINKCAST. That's capital K-I-N-K, capital C-A-S-T, all one word. Even if you've already signed up, you can still use this code for a bonus 300 points. Also, KinkCast is also listed as a bonus podcast, which means you get even more points when listening. Get the most out of your podcast by listening on PodCoin. And don't worry, your secret's safe with me. This is an intermission song. You gotta give it on. I wanna... Well, do you want to talk about famous examples of amateur porn videos? You probably know more of these than I do. Uh, I know a few. A few? Go for it. Uh, well, there's Pamela Anderson, probably the most famous one. Right. Uh, there's... Does it count as amateur porn if the person is a celebrity? Well, I guess well, it does. They're doing it for themselves. That's true. These are famous... Famously leaked porn videos. Paris Hilton? Paris Hilton had one? One Night in Paris? Oh. Uh, that's, that's, yeah, I heard that's about that one, That's a real famous one. Yeah. Uh, what's the name? The uh, Kardashian, that's the oldest one. Kim? Kim? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how she got famous. I thought she got famous by, like, her dad being an attorney and her selling, like, secondhand no, purses. She got, or something. she got famous because... Uh, she paid a comp or no, she didn't pay a company. She sold her sex tape to a company. This all came out like a few years ago. Oh. She sold her sex tape to a company and then claimed, oh my gosh, like they're leaking my sex tape with this like minor athlete that no one gives a shit about. And, and oh, everyone's going to pay attention because I'm kind of famous because I, I am related to the person who got OJ off. Oh, oh. And then she got actually famous because of that. She wasn't famous before that. Interesting. So that kind of, that kind of contributed to her stardom then. It is the sole contributor to her stardom. Yeah. She wasn't famous before that. She was nobody. The only thing that made her famous was being related to someone who got off one of the most famous athletes of all time. Hmm. After he murdered his wife, his ex-wife. There's that. And her boyfriend. Jeez. It's weird because a lot of these are like all about the women that were in them. Yeah. Are there any that are like amateur porn that's like... Definitely. Uh, The one I was about to bring out. Oh. Uh, uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Famously had a sex tape released uh, in like 2010 or something. Oh my gosh. Uh, where he, I believe he said the N-word on it. Oh no. Uh, he was very racist in it. <laughs> uh, but but is it with his wife? Is there like scandal? I don't, I don't remember who. It was... Oh, okay. Eventually what happened is the best thing to ever happen, mm-hmm. which I can't remember the name of the company that released it. It was very famous, very sleazy... Uh, Vivid? Blog company oh. that... Uh, they they hacked him and they they got it and they released it and uh, he sued them out of existence. Oh, but they were dang. extremely famous, uh, very sleazy about like all their methods and like universally reviled. Mm-hmm. But they got big clicks because they were they didn't they had no scruples whatsoever. 
So wow. like they would always like abuse celebrities and that kind of thing. And uh, he famously sued them out of existence. Uh, Michael Cohen? No. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the direct- politician? What's the what's the hmm, the lawyer who got a bunch of buzz a few months ago uh, because he was like super anti-Trump? Oh gosh, I don't know. Uh, he 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 was a Stormy Daniels lawyer for a minute before she got rid of him because he was also kind of a sleazeball. But I believe he was on the team that helped uh, suit or that helped Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think John Stamos had one. That I think that was the instance I was thinking of where someone blackmailed him and he's like, whatever, whatever, I'll drop I'll, it myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course. Uh, very famous a few years ago, the fappening. The you, have you never heard of the fappening? Uh-uh. I, I want to look this up so I get everything right. It, it was a huge dump on Reddit of uh, a bunch of hacked, a quote unquote hacked celebrity nudes. Uh, Were they like deep fakes? No. No. They're all real. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence was one of them. A uh, uh, bunch, of, bunch of famous. Uh, all right. So the fappening occurred in on August 31st of 2014, it's a collection of almost 500 private pictures of various celebrities, mostly women, and with many of them containing nudity. They were posted on 4chan and Reddit and Imgur, stuff like that. Uh, they were initially believed to have been obtained via a breach of Apple's cloud service suite iCloud, or a security issue in the iCloud I- I- API, which allowed them to make unlimited attempts at guessing the victim's passwords. However, access was later revealed to have been gained via spear phishing attacks. It is called uh, the Fappening and Slebgate. Oh, no. Uh, so this is once again like the crappy side of the internet. People hacking other people to get into these videos and access things that they probably shouldn't have access to. Well, kind I don't want to say it's revenge porn, but it's like blackmail. Yeah, so... uh uh, confirmed uh, authentic photos include uh, Jennifer Lawrence, which at the time she was like the... On the rise. Well, she was also like the internet celebrity. Like everyone loved her. It was before the turn that happened. Right. But uh, like everyone online just was like in love with Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, Kate Upton and uh, her boyfriend, Justin Verlander. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. Uh, Li- uh, Jessica Brown Findlay. Uh uh, Kaylee Cuoco and Kirsten Dunst. Oh gosh, uh, are some of the prominent ones. There's, there's a lot. There were a ton, mm-hmm. but uh, it was like it said. It was originally like everyone was like, "Oh, Apple's you fucked up. You, you know, uh, you had security breaches here, here, and there." Uh, and it wasn't. They were doing like phishing attacks, which means like they. The security wasn't on Apple's end; it was on the other person's end. They, yeah, almost all security issues are uh, user error; they're yeah. human error. Uh, so interesting. I actually was uh, listening to a, a podcast recently that uh, discussed this a little bit uh, because it turns out if you want to email a celebrity, it's pretty easy to mm-hmm. because they probably just have their name at gmail.com. 
It's very, very common, like extremely famous celebrities. And they will sometimes respond. Wow. But like, I think Tom Cruise is just like Tom Cruise at gmail.com. Like, <laughs> I mean, he probably almost never checks his email because he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. But yeah, extremely famous celebrities just have their basic shit. And then like their passwords are like something stupid and easily guessable. Mm-hmm. And that's where all this like eventually came out. It's like, oh, well, Jennifer Lawrence's email was like Jennifer Lawrence at gmail.com. So we already know her email. So we just need to figure out her password. Okay. We don't need to figure out her password. She's a fucking celebrity. We just need to look up her security question. Mm-hmm. You know, where and you can Google her yeah. mom's maiden name or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of shit. That's unfortunate. Well, and it's interesting that that stuff happens and it sucks that, that happens to like celebrities and like just all the time. I feel like that happens all the time. People leak videos or leak um, information or, or fake you know, leaking pictures. videos. That's true. We've, we'll definitely have an episode on deep fakes at some point. Uh, there was a girl from like Saved by the Bell uh-huh. uh, who was like tied into some like Disney thing where like she couldn't get out of it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you have to do this movie. It's like part of your contract that you signed. Yeah. I think it was Saved by the Bell. And uh, and she was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. And they're like, well, you have to. And she was like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll, let's, I'll do that movie. Fine. But first I'm doing the movie Showgirls. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. And then they were like, "Okay, we're canceling your contract." Yeah. <laughs> because we can't have we you do can't that. have you associated with the brand anymore. There you go. Well, She's that's like I want to do a full frontal and I want to blow a guy on screen. <laughs> that's yeah. That's crummy. Well, and I guess that makes sense if you want to get out of something like that. So, um, but yeah. Okay. So that brings us back to amateur porn. Um, if you want to get into doing something like this in terms of like, you know, what kind of products you might need. Frankly, all you really need is like your own smartphone. That's like one of the easiest things because you probably already have one and you can use it. Um, It's kind of like a natural first choice for filming um, like a sex tape. And as long as you have enough, you know, light and things like that, your smartphone should be able to pick up what's going on, um, even if it's not like professional grade. Yeah, you won't be able to put Um, it on IMAX, but... No, (laughs) no. But if you want to upgrade, you can eventually invest in like a DSLR camera or one of the things that I found that was the most common to use for like amateurs um, is something like a GoPro, Um, because frankly, a GoPro camera um, that can take a lot of lube. Yeah, well, I mean, a it's usually waterproof. Um, and action cameras like GoPros are also mountable to a whole bunch of different things. Oh, so you if you're trying, headband. yeah, so you can do that or you can like mount it on a stick on a pole, you know, so you can angle it whichever way you want it to do. And it usually shoots in like a wide lens kind of shot. So, um, the same thing with a DSLR. Yeah. But a GoPro is also tiny. So you can actually fit it in areas that you may not usually be able to fit other and cameras. It's probably cheaper than DSLR. It probably is. So um, in terms of like a product corner for today, I'm going to suggest get a GoPro. It's good for all kinds of action, not just, you know, like biking and hiking and things like that. So anyways. Okay. So I would also recommend a camera. You might not have heard of these cameras. They're called Phantom uh, the most famous one is the Phantom Red. Uh, they are for super, super slow-mo or for recording in super, super high frame rates. Uh, wow. Interesting. Like, I'm talking about 
recording a million frames a second. Holy moly. Super, super, super professional slow-mo, which as we all know is the big fad right now. That's why your phone can do slow-mo and that kind of thing. So. It's, is it a fad in porn though? Who knows? Who knows? It is now. You're starting a trend. Yeah. Uh, so they can record pretty much anything. Like I've seen videos of uh, people like shattering glass and you can actually see the like shatter go through the glass, which wow. happens so quickly that it is almost uncapturable until now. Wow. Uh, and they have uh, just come out with the new Phantom V2511 captures up to 256 or 25,600 frames per second at high definition. Wow. Which is ridiculous. Uh, these cameras, like you press the button and it will record a terab- it will fill a terabyte high drive. Jeez, that's amazing. Now, you might be wondering, how much will this little baby set me back? I'll say little baby. This thing weighs like 17 pounds. It's a honking thing. <laughs> you also need special equipment to be able to record to a hard drive that fast. Mm-hmm. Well, the V2511 will only set you back $150,000. Oh my goodness, that's a house. Yeah, <laughs> a house and a half or two. Uh, but don't worry, the Phantom Flex 4K can capture 1,000 frames per second at 4K and 2,000 frames per second at 1080p. Well, only set you back $110,000. $110,000. Oh, my goodness. But well, here's the good thing. Well, if you've got some chink, yeah. uh, in, or what is it? Cha-ching. Cha-ching. Here's the good thing about these cameras. If you get one of them, you're one of the select few that has them, so you might get hired for a job. <laughs> Basically, if you can operate one of these cameras, you are, like, one of very few people in the world that can, and you can start, like, working for Hollywood just being, like... I have one of these cameras. Yeah, I have one of these cameras. I hear that there's a film recording in Dallas, like, next month. Do you need them? And they'll be like, yeah, sure, we'll hire you. But... I wonder if that's what they use to, like, show the presses, like, squishing things? No, I don't think they have a Phantom. Oh. They've got some kind of slow-mo camera, which yeah, is Yeah, I cool. think it's just a basic... I think for the longest time, they were, ba- they were just using an uh, iPhone. Wow. Uh, if you've watched the uh, the YouTube channel Slow Mo Guys, mm-hmm. uh, they've used a Phantom since their inception. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Because they... Uh, Gavino Free, uh, one of the two Slow Mo Guys, uh, works for like Hollywood Productions. That's super cool. I'd definitely use one of those for porn. Although I'd be like, geez, this is taking a long time. One of the things that he's <laughs> talked about on the pod, on uh, one of the podcasts that he's on, the, the Rooster Teeth podcast, mm-hmm. is uh, recording a cum shot. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, he has recorded a slow-mo of uh, urine. Uh-huh. Uh, never going to be released. <laughs> uh, and I think that was just on his iPhone. But, uh, yeah, slow-mo cum shot. Interesting. It's never going to happen because I would have to pay someone to do it. And it's not a video that could ever be released. Yeah. It could. That would be awesome on Pornhub. Released on Pornhub, which means it wouldn't bank any money. Yeah. But. Well, interesting. Interesting. 
There are lots of groups um, on FetLife that you can actually get in contact with and people that like want to see homemade porn or want to help record homemade porn, um, you name it, there's a kinkster out there that's into it. Um, and there's actually lots of groups for this too. Um, there's one group, or sorry, uh, there's one fetish or interest um, that's just homemade porn and there's like 898 people that are into it. Um, making homemade porn, making cheap homemade porn. Um, it sounds low. Yeah, there's actually one that's called homemade Batman porn. Yeah, because I, I do believe that <laughs> amateur porn is the most popular category of porn on Pornhub. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, there's also um, my own homemade porn, um, making homemade old-fashioned porn, um, sharing homemade porn online, um, making homemade porn by, oh, shots by request. Um, there's also just groups that are called like amateur porn and, um, making amateur porn videos. So there's all kinds of different, um, groups you can find on FetLife. Um, and there's even people that you can like get in contact with to help you shoot your own amateur porn, which I thought was kind of interesting. That was something I was not aware of, um, but does exist. And I think it's, um, a group that's called record you and your significant other, having sex. So it's a group for people who want to watch couples having sex and for couples who don't want to pay to have someone record them having sex. So it's just like a volunteer group that shows up to just... I guess. Um, it's something that I would have to look into further. Um, but I thought that was kind of neat that there's actually like a group that's like, okay, well, you know, if you don't want to pay somebody else to kind of come over and record you um, doing you know, what you do, you can actually just have somebody volunteer to come and do it, which... I wonder how that would go. I don't know. I feel like that would intensify the, oh gosh, like that would make me nervous kind of feelings. But anyways. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking we should have like done something about the statistics that Pornhub releases every year. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure yeah. we can add something in like later. Um, so that kind of brings us into the FDI, the fetish danger index. I'm going to say, um, that this is something I would advocate for. Like if you feel comfortable with your partner, um, and you trust them and you want to do it together for your own use and, you know, enjoyment, go for it. Um, I think that that's pretty safe and it's probably a one. Um, if you do it with anybody else <laughs> that you're not, sure about, you're kind of putting yourself at a risk of maybe, um, some online shaming or somebody, you know, seeing that, and that's maybe not something you want. So, um, I would say that that's something you have to be really careful about. Be aware of the risks, but otherwise this is pretty safe. Yeah. Do it with someone you trust or don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Or just don't do it. Like that's, that's an option too. Like if you feel like you're um, nervous or someone's like coercing you to do something like this or to make a video of yourself or make a video with them. Um, don't do it. Just get the heck out of that. So that would be, I would, would you agree a one? Yeah. I, I think it's kind of not applicable. Yeah. It's, I mean, unless you're doing some kind of crazy stunts or something like that, <laughs> in which case you'd have to be careful. But I think all in all, this is definitely something that it would be fun to try with somebody you trust. Um, and make it fun. Make it kooky. Make it weird. I do know a porn stunt that I'm going to have to show you off air. Is it called The Sexy Flexi? I'm no. Ki I'm kidding. It's a movie. It's a stupid show. 
It's from a show. A joke. Oh. It's a joke. What's it called? The move. Does it have a name? Yes, it does. Is it Blue Steel? We'll go with that. <laughs> Interesting. I'll show you off, off air. Oh, okay. All right. Well, anyways, thank you so much for listening. Um, this was episode 94. Can't believe it. We're already at 94. And you'll have to join us next week as we get into um, another topic. Capricorn or something? Uh, I don't What's know. What's after cancer? We'll have to definitely look into yeah. it. You you have you have the book, I think. So. Yep. Anyways. You don't know your Zodiac? No, not off the top of my head. Oh. So, uh, as always, if you'd like to support the show, uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, we are at KingCast Podcast on Twitter. We are at, uh, just search for KingCast on Facebook and you'll find us. Uh, for any updates about the show, or sometimes I'd like to just tweet on our Twitter uh, we love hearing from you guys. We always respond to people. So uh, if you want to slip into our DMs, uh, go ahead and do that. Slip them. Slip into them real hard. Uh, the best thing you can do to support the show is, as always, to give us a review on iTunes. We like five-star reviews. We didn't have some five-star reviews recently. And I would appreciate if some people got on to counteract those not five-star reviews. Yeah, we need a little ego boost. <laughs> or just put any, any review you want. It doesn't matter. All the reviews are good except for one-star reviews. If you put a one-star review, I don't know how you made it to the end of the episode. We might cry. Yeah. Not really, but we might cry a little bit. I don't... Why would you on listen to an episode... Why would you listen to a podcast all the way through and give a one-star review? Yeah, I don't know. You're not hearing me is what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're writing a one-star review, you're not listening to me right now. Very cool. All right. Well, um... Also, email us at... Pink, pink cast podcast at gmail.com.